Welcome back, friends and family. We've been talking a lot about self-efficacy for the last few weeks. And this week we're going to discuss kind of the fourth component of developing self-efficacy, of building up our own self-efficacy. And that really has to do with what we're calling our state. That's a term that Tony Robbins uses a lot. And I like it because I think it sort of encompasses everything that we're talking about. I've seen it referred to as our psychological and physiological response. Sometimes it's called arousal, but it's really about how we feel in different situations. And that impacts our performance, which of course impacts our self-efficacy. If we're really nervous and anxious and uncomfortable in certain situations, it stands to reason that we're going to have a lower self-efficacy about those situations, about our performance in those areas. On the flip side, if we feel energized and enthusiastic about a scenario, it's more likely we're going to have a higher self-efficacy. And that's an important thing for us to consider. I think it's probably the most difficult element of developing self-efficacy because it can be hard to monitor and manage the way we feel. And it comes down to what I sort of call the bell curve of arousal. And that's not my concept, but it's something we talk about in class sometimes and in athletics is this idea that we need a certain level of arousal to perform at a high level. When we're in an athletic situation, an academic situation, a situation in our career, if there's a little bit of pressure on us, if we feel some nervousness, that can be a good thing. It can push us to reach higher levels of performance. But it is a bell curve. When we get to a level that's too high, that we're not equipped to handle that level of arousal, then our performance drops off. So it's about finding that sweet spot and it's ultimately about moving that bell curve to the right so that we're able to handle more and more stress, more and more input and perform at a higher level. That really starts with acknowledging how we feel. We're still talking about self-awareness right now and next week we're going to look at ways to start changing our state, to take control of how we feel a little bit. But first we have to recognize how we really feel in different situations. So what I want from you this week is to take stock in how you feel physically, mentally, emotionally in different situations. Pick out a situation where you feel or have felt nervous, anxious, where you haven't felt your best in a way that might undermine your self-efficacy. And then pick a time or a certain situation where you feel good, where you feel energized. I know I've had many of those experiences in my life on both sides of the spectrum, and I still do. When I think of athletic performance, for instance, I always seem to have a higher level of self-efficacy for sports that 
involved physical contact, meaning martial arts, football. I tended to be a little bit better at those sports. And although I might have been nervous going into performance, it became a good form of nervousness. And I was able to perform at a higher level because I had a higher level of self-efficacy, a higher level of confidence in those tasks. It got to a point where I could use that nervous energy and feel almost indestructible, which I know I wasn't, but I had that confidence. I could get into that flow state. There were some other sports when I was growing up playing, say like baseball, which I love baseball and played all through high school. But I would find myself more nervous during games than I wouldn't say football. And that can be because of a lot of different factors. There's a little more time to think. Maybe I wasn't naturally as good at some of those things. And that allowed me to stay in that more nervous state and not utilize that quite as well. So that's what I want you to think about. What are some situations where I didn't feel the best, this is how I was responding How might that undermine what you were trying to do? And then on the flip side, what are some things that energize you? I can think the same thing with like public speaking. That's something that people, many people get very nervous about, very anxious about. I've done a lot of public speaking. And I remember when I was younger, being pretty nervous in those situations and being pretty nervous even in social situations. And then over time, doing some things that did help me build some self-efficacy. One that was really important that I didn't even think it was going to be so helpful going into it was speech competitions when I was in high school. I would do improv competitions. And I would be really nervous about that going in until it started. And then I had that great response of like, all right, I'm going to do well at this. I'm going to be funny. I'm going to I'm going to be successful at this. And then that helped me bring in an increased social ability to regular social situations. And that goes back to the other components of self-efficacy. But we have to think about how we're feeling before we can hope to really manage those feelings to help us do the other things, to help us have mastery experiences. So let's think about that this week, and let's have a great one. Much love.